This podcast was created as a part of Podcast Lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. It's that time of the month. You feel all bloated like a puffer fish. Your cranky mood pushes your close ones off your radar. Your boobs are heavier and bulkier, overflowing from your bra. And you feel the urge to exterminate humanity from the earth. as you curse your two little innocent ovaries well you're not alone hello everyone thank you for tuning into guy from gynac this is dr ash and as always i'm going to speak directly to you things that you've always been wanting to hear from someone so let us begin our journey pms or premenstrual symptoms includes a constellation of mood behavioral and physical indications that occur in a cyclical pattern prior to menstruation and then wane off after the menstrual period in women of reproductive age group the nomenclature of premenstrual disorders has changed significantly over the years evolving from menses moodiness in the 18th century to premenstrual tension in the early part of the 19th century to finally premenstrual syndrome in the 1950s Chances are good that you've had some type of PMS since you started your period. If you have these problems around the same time every month and then they go away when your period starts, you likely have premenstrual syndrome. More than 90% women say that they have had some PMS like bloating, cramps, mood swings, etc. Well, this is a real condition. that can definitely disrupt daily life and can cause significant physical and emotional distress so if anyone just uses it as an excuse or blames your pms for your behavior feel free to rain terror or press their mute button but if your pms symptoms are so extreme that they stop you from doing the normal things that you do at work or at home or if they affect the way you relate to the people in your life You may have something which is called as a late luteal dysphoric disorder that is LLDD more commonly known as premenstrual dysphoric disorder that is PMDD which is a most severe form of PMS often prompting women to seek treatment so much so PMDD is listed in diagnostic and statistic manual of mental disorders 5th edition as a separate entity under depressive disorders now that i've practically given you a logical reason to rant about When you want to be blunt on the days where your body has its own plan, let me get into more details so you have your bases covered. Let me guess, there are many questions running inside your mind now. All this while, did I have PMDD? Can I get PMDD? What do I do then? Since Dr. Ash mentioned some mental disorder, does this mean I will go crazy? Well, well, hold on to your horses as I guide you around this. First thing first, 3 out of every 4 menstruating women have experienced some form of PMS. So what's with PMDD? PMDD or premenstrual dysphoric disorder is a little more serious form of PMS. With PMDD you might experience PMS symptoms along with extreme irritability, anxiety or depression. These symptoms improve within a few days after your period starts, but they can get severe enough to interfere with your life. So how common is this and who can get it? As per statistics, PMDD affects up to 10% of women who have their periods. There are few reasons why you can be more prone to this. If you have a family history of PMS or PMDD or mood disorders, 
also cigarette smoking is labeled as a risk factor. Though we still cannot point out as to why exactly you get PMDD, decreasing levels of estrogen and progesterone hormone after ovulation and before menstruation may trigger symptoms. Serotonin, a brain chemical that regulates mood, hunger and sleep may also play a role. Apart from this, GABA, that is an inhibitory neurotransmitter, and glutamate, an excitatory neurotransmitter, have been thought to be responsible for their varied cyclical fluctuations and receptor level actions. Studies have also shown that women with PMDD have lower levels of cortisol and beta endorphins. Now that you somewhat know about what causes PMDD, let's now understand what can happen in PMDD. As I've already said, PMDD symptoms appear a week or two before menstruation and go away within a few days after your period starts. It's more or less like PMS where you may have either of the symptoms which include anger or irritability, anxiety and panic attacks, depression and suicidal thoughts, difficulty in concentrating, fatigue and low energy, food craving or binge eating, headaches, insomnia, mood swings, along with symptoms that disturb your ability to function in social, work or other situations. You will need to track your symptoms through one or two menstrual cycles. To diagnose PMDD, your gynec will look for 5 or more PMDD symptoms, including one mood-related symptom, and will also rule out or diagnose other conditions such as anxiety, depression or reproductive disorders. Now that you are once diagnosed with PMDD, then what? Again, you have to understand that you are not alone and this is not something that should shut the world for you. Once confirmed, your gynec may recommend one or more of these treatments to help you manage your PMDD. Antidepressants such as SSRI to help manage your brain serotonin levels by taking SSRIs all month or only during the interval between ovulation and the start of your period. Hormonal birth control pills that has drospirinone and ethinyl estradiol with no pill-free interval or with a shortened pill-free interval have shown to reduce PMS and PMDD symptoms. Apart from these two, over-the-counter pain medications to ease cramps, headaches, breast tenderness and other physical symptoms along with vitamin supplements such as vitamin B6, calcium and magnesium. Regular exercise is necessary to improve your mood. Dietary changes such as cutting back on salty, fatty or sugary food and caffeine along with restriction of cigarette and alcohol intake. Various stretch management tools such as deep breathing exercise and meditations are also recommended. It is also important to avoid stressful and emotional triggers such as arguments over financial issues or relationship problems whenever possible. Untreated PMDD can lead to depression and in severe cases suicide. The disorder can cause severe emotional distress and negatively affect relationships and careers. For some women, the severity of symptoms increases over time and lasts until menopause. For this reason, a woman may need treatment for an extended period. Medicine dosage may change throughout the course of the treatment, hence it becomes important to keep your gynec in loop. Nowadays, period culture has become a part of certain social conversations. So being honest about your body is better than ever. To conclude, yes, PMS is bad, but PMDD is a serious disorder. 
If you consistently experience severe depression and anxiety or other PMDD symptoms in weeks leading up to your period, seek help from your healthcare provider. PMDD can negatively affect your life, relationships and career and they may harm themselves or others. Medications can get hormone or serotonin levels in check so that you feel more like yourself. You need to know that PMDD isn't a problem you have to live with. Don't put off getting the medical and mental health care that you need. On a brighter note, periods are a good sign and actually mean that everything is running smoothly in your body. I know that going through the cycle is worst and I am giving an opinion without an uterus but I guess we can kind of feel better knowing that it's all for a purpose. That's all I have for you in this episode. If you love this episode, do share your views and reviews on my Instagram or Twitter handle on at the rate guy underscore from underscore gynac. As always, let me leave you with a thought. Remember, you matter, you are important and you're heard. I'm all about you and I wish you an amazing week ahead. Goodbye.